Welcome to this episode of TechLink in Conversation. I'm Eddie Grant, a director at Technical Connection. During our conversations, we seek to review the topical bulletins published on TechLink, our knowledge management tool for all things tax, trusts, pensions, and much, much more. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Alex Holoday, who recently joined our business improvement team and is also a mindset coach. Thank you for joining us today, Alex. How are you? I'm great, Eddie. Thank you for having me. Well, it's an absolute pleasure. And and uh, I, I think I probably want to start with the important question because in, in preparation for our conversation today, uh, I've chosen one of my favourite teas. So that's a green leaf Darjeeling. Um, uh, so how have you prepared? What's What's been your drink of choice? Today it is a flat white. Just a flat white, nothing special. Just a flat white stain, nothing added, nothing taken away, just a flat white. <laughs> Excellent. Well, enjoy it. Um, so when we uh, last spoke, you, you were telling me about uh, your life as a mindset coach, uh, which sounded really fascinating. Uh, what would you want someone to know about mindset uh, coaching if they'd never heard about it? and also in terms of their self-development as well? I'd want you to know that there are different kinds of mindset generally. So I think most people can find themselves slotted into two categories, a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. So a fixed mindset is essentially when you believe your skills, intelligence and abilities are fixed as they are and they won't change. So people with fixed mindsets often find themselves find themselves limiting themselves into a box that they design, which means they're in their comfort zone, they don't challenge themselves much, and they aren't very open to growing out of this stage in life. So people who have growth mindsets believe they can grow and change, their skills can always be developed, they are open to learning, but more importantly, to failing, and they have an attitude of problem solving. People with growth mindsets don't like to create limitations for their potential, But you can exist between these two mindsets for different areas of your life. In business, you might have a growth mindset, but in your personal life, you might have a fixed mindset. I think your mindset can influence your belief systems and the limitations you set for yourself. Your mindset can also influence your ability to regulate your emotions, your capacity to deal with change and your reactivity to stress or anxiety. I believe knowing your mindset and taking part in mindset coaching is brilliant if you find yourself wanting to go on a journey of development or you're already learning to develop different parts of your life. That's really interesting. So uh, what would you say uh, mindset coaching is useful for? I think mindset coaching is great for anyone needing to overcome obstacles or blocks with their mindset or with navigating problems that come up in their life. I think it's a form of coaching that allows you to reflect on your current situation and look to move forward to achieving things you want but aren't really sure how to get. So a lot of my work is based around problem solving with clients, getting really radically honest about what they want and what they need. So together we create an action plan to get them closer to their goal and work through emotions, reservations and limitations they believe they might that might become an obstacle to achieving their goals. So mindset coaching in the way I operate it is very much focused on your present self and working towards your future self. 
either in your personal life or in your business. So we often get down on ourselves and shame ourselves for not achieving every goal we could possibly set for ourselves and for our future. But my work focuses in on making tangible goals. Now, when I say tangible, this doesn't mean that they aren't your dream goals. It's not, it doesn't mean it's not the very top of the line kind of goal. But I absolutely work to make the impossible possible. It's just about working out if the future you imagine is truly what you want or if you've been substituting your goals to satisfy other parts of your life. So for example, people might think they have to earn millions to be happy in the future. Well, actually, what would 100K do for your future and your goals? What would time freedom mean for your goals? What would less stress in your life mean for your happiness? This is what my work is about. So we unlock your confidence in yourself, your skills. We get clear on your path to success and work to process and integrate anything that pops up along the way. So that could be your emotions, your limitations, et cetera, et cetera. That, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. So you have, um, you have a lot of people that think they know about themselves. They know how to deal with, with all their problems. Um, why, would, why would coaching help them, do you think? What, what would be the benefit? I think we can all know ourselves a little bit deeper. We all want to progress either in our life or our business. So there's a saying that if we aren't growing, we're dying. And I believe that in the literal, the less literal sense. Um, We have to foster growth in our lives. Otherwise, we get stuck or often sad. Having something to work towards gives us energy and purpose, I think. And I think if you know yourself well, then absolutely brilliant. I will celebrate you to the end, but you can still utilize coaching to help improve your relationships with others. Humans thrive from deep connection, deepening our understanding and connection with people, with the people around us. Um, And it improves our quality of life and helps other people to be happier too. So coaching can open up parts of you that you didn't even realize had room to grow and change. It gives you the tools to communicate effectively, to understand your personal conditioning and belief systems. These things are always changing depending on the stage of life you're at. A challenge you surpass at one point in life or business might come around five or six stages later. So coaching really does just, it gets to be part of all of your life, I think. And um, so just sort of thinking about practicalities of this, so let's take two extreme people. Let's take the the, the you know the young apprentice that's uh, that started out, uh, and we, as you know, have a have a number of apprentices within our within our team. So if they wanted to sort of approach mindset coaching, what would you be saying to them so that perhaps they could engage in 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 what you're doing? I think. Firstly, you you have to find someone that's suited to you. So I might be the coach for you. I might not be. It really depends on your working style, how you communicate, that kind of thing. So really getting out into the industry because there are so many coaches now. It's a really up and coming profession. It's a really up and coming industry. I think in the next five years, you will see many, many more people having a coach, having a mentor. Um, So get out there and see what kind of coaching it is you'd like. So you might be wanting to work on your mindset. You might be wanting to specifically work on your business, your health, whatever factor of life it is you want to really focus on. Your mindset kind of is involved in all of those, but have a look and see who's going to suit you best and what kind of coaching 
works best for you. And if you're a person that is really in the early start of your career, like we said, this is the example, then have someone that's going to be able to do the, the whole the whole way around for you. Someone that's going to be able to help you with your mindset. Someone that's going to be able to help you with your sleep or your business or your health. I think that is the best way to get you sort of launched into this world. And actually, it will progress your career tenfold because you're working on every part of yourself in a really comfortable but progressive way. You're expanding yourself by working with a coach. So if you're in the early stages of your career, I can't um, recommend enough that even if you're doing it by yourself and you're coaching yourself, just get into some of this work, answer some of these questions, and it's going to be really good for you, I think. And what, um, so what sort of online, if I, if I didn't want to have a coach, but I wanted to sort of look at online material and resources, what would you say are some of the best places to, to go and look at? I think YouTube is a brilliant place. You can, you can really give yourself any kind of education on YouTube these days. So if you just type in the right questions, talking about your mindset, talking about your health, talking about your sleep, whatever it is you want to be coached on, there will be free content on YouTube. That is a brilliant resource. Um, Even places like Google and other sort of platforms like Google have learning platforms that you can access for free and they teach you these kind of things. And also if you're an audio person, I know a lot of people like to, if you're listening to this, you're going to be an audio person head to podcasts because the podcast space is huge. There are so many different people talking on all different aspects of your mindset and your health. One I really love to promote to people because it has sort of the works is Tom Bilyeu. His podcast is great. It's called Impact Theory and they range from everything from mindset, sleep, spirituality, business, investments, anything. They kind of talk about it all on that podcast. So if you wanted a podcast, that would be a great recommendation. Brilliant. And, um, just thinking about yourself and how you got into to doing this. So how did you start? What was what was the sort of motivator for you? Did you did you have a coach yourself to start with? At the very start, no. I didn't have a coach that worked directly with me. I went on YouTube, I had podcasts, I learned directly from the people that are best in the industry. And then when I decided actually this is really helpful, I know that this is for me, I then hired my coach. Um in terms of me and my business, I sort of hit a low point after school. It wasn't a great time for me. I really struggled with my identity, with my mindset, with finding what's next. So when I found this work, I used it to help me progress. And from that, I decided, actually, I want to help other people. I want to transform other people's lives. So I got myself a coach. We worked on my business. We worked on my own mindset. It's a constant thing. You never sort of have every perfect day. But it really helped me having a coach to be able to separate, okay, what are my issues and what are the things I can work on in my business? And what can I progress for other people with my skills and expertise? And that's how my coaching business was born. And you you said something quite interesting. You said lots of quite interesting things. <laughs> but you said something quite interesting that resonated with me in terms of sort of, you know, it's very personal in terms of the coach. So, so how did you choose? What was what were your criteria for choosing your coach? So firstly, it was a lifestyle thing. What kind of lifestyle do I want to lead? What kind of work-life balance do I want to have? What kind of work do I want to go into? So finding someone who can either help me get to that or is doing it themselves so I can learn directly for the, from them. 
that was one thing that helped me choose a coach. Another thing was going through their marketing style, going through their selling style, going through how they interact with their other clients. Are other people actually getting value out of them? Do I like the way they talk to their clients? Do I like the way that they market themselves and their position? What kind of transformation are they offering? That's how I, so I ask those questions to myself. Do I like all these things? Would I be a good fit for this coach? Would they be a good fit for me? If the answers are all resounding yeses, then I would contact them and see if there's anything they can help me with. Sometimes it will be a no, they aren't working in that specific thing that you want just yet. Um, But if it's a yes, absolutely, go ahead. Um, That's really how I found my coach. But in sort of tangible terms, social media is the perfect place to find coaches. A lot of coaches work online now exclusively, so you can find anyone across the world who is perfectly fitted to you and just get started with them. So I um, I do quite a lot of mentoring of different people for in different stages in their in their career. And one of the things I always ask is um, in relation to you know when do we know we've come to the end of the program? When when do we know that we should stop having this sort of mentoring relationship? Is it the same for the the mindset coaching as well? That basically. Um, you wouldn't expect to have someone for forever and ever. You would you would choose the right person at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. I think the key part is what is it you're trying to work on? And that can kind of dictate how long it takes you to work on it. So for me and my business, I can work with someone for one month on a really dedicated project or a specific mindset block that they just want to get through this thing. And they don't really mind after that. But as long as this thing is sorted out, I can do it myself the rest of the time. And that's perfect. I work with someone for a month. We get it sorted. If they decide they want longer, that's their choice. If they decide that's the end of it, perfect. Other people have sort of longer term problems, things that are deeply rooted in themselves and they might struggle to unpack it all and integrate it all so that we've actually solved a problem. And in those cases, three to six months might be a more realistic time span. But other people really just love to settle in coaching and they love that constant support that person that even if I don't speak to you for three weeks, I know that you're there. I can drop in. I can talk to you about this thing that's just come up and I've got your support there. I've got your knowledge and that's perfect for those kind of people. So some people might do a year in mentorship, two years. If, if they find someone that they're really comfortable and happy with, that's best for them. So it really is up to you and your personal journey and what you're trying to get out of coaching. My ideal for working with a coach is about three months. I think you can really dig deep on some deep-rooted issues, you can get some really tangible solutions and you can reach the goals within three months. So you actually see the result of the process. And that's what that's what I love. Brilliant. And look, that's been really fascinating. And you, you get a, a real sense of the passion that you have for this. Um, and I think that that's particularly important that that if you're if you're going to have a sort of mind coach mindset coach, then you have someone who has that passion and enthusiasm uh, it's really important. Um, listeners will will know that um, we always ask for, for for our guests to share great tips um, uh, and actions. So, are there, are, are there any sort of ideas that you can leave us with? Um, perhaps two or three ideas. Yeah, sure. So, um, one is. If you're feeling stuck or stagnant, so you're in a stage in life where you're feeling stuck, you're feeling stagnant, the energy's not really moving, 
maybe your purpose is a little bit dried up, you're not really sure where you're going next. So the best way to move through this phase in your life or your business is to ask yourself the right questions. And importantly, you have to truthfully answer them. So we can all our ego get in the way sometimes and give ourselves the answer we want to hear or the answer that makes us feel good. But these answers help keep us stuck because we often just pacify our ego and we don't move forward. Being honest can cause you to confront some things you haven't wanted to previously. It can mean some tough decisions, but as nerve wracking and as scary as that can be, you always have the power to move through it yourself. Even if the decisions you make don't go perfectly as planned, you go further than you would have if you didn't make a decision at all. Sometimes not choosing is making a choice. A process you could use starting with sort of questions are, what is the main problem I'm struggling with right now? Who is involved in this problem directly or indirectly? Can I resolve this with their help? Am I not trusting myself to make a decision? Why do I feel like I can't trust the outcome? What am I fearful of if I commit to doing this thing? What will I lose? What will I gain? So if you really truthfully answer those questions, you're probably going to find, actually, this is the decision I need to make. This is the answer. This is how we move forward. I think some business tips I could give, um, specifically around writing copy for businesses, um, are some questions that you can ask yourself again. So who are your ideal clients? What services do you provide that benefit them? What does your product or service how does why does your product or service benefit your ideal client and really think about every possible thing you could make easier or simpler for your client another question is what free service or low ticket offer can you give them to make the commitment to business with you a big yes people really want reassurance that they can trust you or your services without making lasting commitments the very first time so by answering these types of questions about your copy you can align your business with your ideal clients. So remember, people want to buy, want to buy. You just have to make them comfortable with buying from you. Showing them through your messaging just how compatible your business is with their life and values breaks down barriers. So my last tip, I think, is navigating change. So our minds are built to keep us safe. Our brain tries to avoid change at all costs because the known is safe even down to feeling resistance to having a different type of tea or coffee in the morning. We are wired for predictability and comfort. It's what's always kept us safe throughout evolution. Our brains don't know that we are safe during a period of change unless we make it believe so. Using tools like meditation, breath work, yoga, or simply taking a moment to center ourselves when everything feels a bit out of control can make a difference to experiencing change in a positive way. Whether you have big changes in your personal life or at work, it takes a toll in both environments. So change can spike anxiety and challenge our emotional capacity. By developing our emotional awareness, noticing when we are likely to have heightened emotions or peak stress, then we can actively combat the effects. We can alert our loved ones that we're experiencing a difficult time, so we might be more reactive or less patient with them. We can schedule in more breaks during our workday and inform our team that it's important to not be interrupted for a short while during this break. These small changes can stop our anxiety and stress scaling even further 
and it can often reduce our experience of them. And that's what I'd say really for navigating change. And I think those are my three tips. Excellent. Um, Now, listeners will know that I'm a massive fan of uh, Desert Island Discs. And um, in Desert Island Discs, uh, they get to choose eight records and then the waves come in and take one of the take all the records away and leave leave uh, one behind. So we're going to do the same with your three tips. Which, which uh, if the waves came in, which one would you like to keep? That's a really hard one because these are tips that I really believe can help change your day-to-day. So if I can, I would condense them, I think, and I would say be honest when you answer the hard questions and make it safe for yourself to experience change. Brilliant. Thank you so much. And that was a that was a very clever way of answering that question by combining your three great <laughs> great tips into one. Uh, thank you so much for your time today, Alex, and, and sharing your, your insights. Really informative. Uh, it's been great to catch up as always. So thank you so much. Thank you, Eddie. The content of this recording is strictly for general consideration only. No action must be taken or refrained from based on the content alone. Professional advice must always be sought. Accordingly, neither Technical Connection Limited nor any of its officers, employees or contractors can take responsibility for any loss occasioned as a result of any such action or inaction.